0: Happy Saturday, Robert.
1: Happy Saturday to you.
0: Well, it's Set Jeter Saturday again, and that means it's time for Robert to tell us how much more winter we're going to get this year.
1: Uh, I think I didn't get the official count. I think we got two to three inches here in Omaha uh, overnight.
0: You got the reference I just made, though, right?
1: It must have went right over my head.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, In Groundhog Day. um, The second day, he goes, well, it's Groundhog Day again. And that means it's time for him to tell us how much more winter we're getting. And to explain to the listeners, we did a false start. and I had to stop for a second because a bird was going nuts. So uh, this is part take two. And I that I, I ruined that reference and I apologize.
1: No, it's all good. 2020 has actually been a true Groundhog Day where it does feel like we are living the same day over and over again.
0: No, so sad. Are you optimistic about the vaccine?
1: Yes, uh, even though, like we talked about, uh, what would you say, I Am Legend? That was kind yeah. of the basis of, uh, <laughs> we'll, right. we'll all be paying for this in 20 years, or Will Smith will be battling us all.
0: It, it, yeah, and his name was Robert, I think it was Robert Neville in the movie, but in this pandemic, with this vaccine, it's going to be Robert Patterson in an Omaha basement coming up with the cure.
1: I Am Legend 2.
0: I Am Legend 2. You're listening to the Podcastle, it is Set Jetter Saturdays with uh, Robert Patterson, the Set Jetter, author and blogger of the website set-jetter.com. Follow him on Instagram as well at setjetter. And we got a fun show today. Later on, we're going to be doing what we did last week: blind man's bluff, random number and letter generator, and then that's going to correspond with the random set location, filming location that Robert has been to, and we're going to uh, we're going to put him on the spot and ask him like about this. Uh, this location, which is, this is really fun. Are you excited about this?
1: Yeah, I was, I was thinking, like, this could be really good or this could be really bad. So we'll just we'll just see where the spinner takes us.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. And you mentioned like because you have so many, you there might be some that you haven't visited in like years, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it could be one of our blog en- my blog entries, which I haven't updated uh, over to the new website, too. I kind of put them on the list. So, uh, yeah, we're not right. sure what we'll be getting.
0: Like Ghostbusters is a blog entry.
1: Yeah, so and that's probably pretty minor like uh when I was in New York kind of a couple couple shots.
0: Yeah, it's the firehouse.
1: Yeah, I would for thinking... some reason
0: I always thought it was in LA.
1: Nope, I think it was almost entirely New York. They did obviously studio work probably at at Warner Brothers, I'm sure.
0: I think, yeah, there was something, I don't know if it was like
1: Oh, the hotel. Yeah, they actually did yeah, there was interiors um that they did at a couple LA I think the the Biltmore Hotel. I think they might have did some interiors. New York's expensive to film, so they try to get do a lot of exteriors there and then interiors somewhere else.
0: Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the one in Los Angeles. It looks like it was. I don't know, but they did something with it. But yeah, the the exteriors uh, or the you know the firehouse that you visited is in New York. That is that that's not an operating fire station anymore, it is
1: it? actually yep oh really yep yep um, oh I wow go inside they have the sign that uh, was on the outside uh, the kind of one that's supposed to light up i think they actually have on in the inside but yeah it is a working
0: uh, oh that's cool place. yeah pretty cool so we're going to be getting into that you They a... don't
1: waste space everything is used
0: yeah that's true it's not like l.a a lot of abandoned buildings. What uh What else do we have on the docket tonight? What are you? Uh, what do we want to get into?
1: Um, I was going to ask that. You, so your homework? I don't know if I had homework. Your homework was to watch Hellraiser.
0: Yes, and yes, I did watch Hellraiser.
1: How did it? Ho- and now there's your first time. And I rewatched it myself just to, because it's been a while. What did you think?
0: I liked it. It was really um, unsettling at times, which I think is the point of a good horror movie. I like, uh, n- not to give too many spoilers away, but. It started off. The acting's always great in these movies. By the way, I say that half kidding, because it's a lot of it's pretty bad, which which I want out of an '80s horror flick. Yeah. Um. So it was good. Uh, it was unsettling. The mother Julia, the stepmother, uh, yes. it took a, a complete 180 very quickly, which was unsettling and worked. I felt for Hellraiser for listeners not familiar with it. So, without giving too much away, they move into this new home. This guy and this his second second wife, correct, right. and they're like they're estranged, and she's weird. and you find out the guy's brother, her brother-in-law, they had an affair like right before they got married, and it was like it, you know, they really got into it mm-hmm. and uh, she ended up bringing him back to the dead, from the dead and and uh, bringing people home to kill to rebuild his body like it it got really dark really quick. I didn't know what to expect at all, so it 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 was good like i it was a good recommendation.
1: It's funny because when you watch the film, it's less than what you think of when you just think about Hellraiser and you think of Pinhead and you think of all these things. And I I think Pinhead doesn't show up to at least halfway in or half hour in. I can't remember. It's it's a while. And he's obviously uh, uh, one of the not quite major character, but uh, not not like he's built out to be. But they put him on the poster and that's kind of what sold it.
0: Yeah, it's not dissimilar to, like, Jason Voorhees in the sense that he wasn't supposed to be the main character. Friday the 13th was going to be an anthology series, as you mentioned, where it was going to be, you know, different settings, kind of like American Horror Story. And because of his popularity, they just kept bringing him back. Um, and Pinhead, yeah, he was almost like an afterthought in this movie. He, I, I guess because he was so popular, he became, like, the star, right?
1: Yeah, Hellraiser 2. Did you watch Hellraiser 2 yet? No, no,
0: I haven't watched so that- it yet.
1: That does definitely broaden the franchise. It's not quite the Dream Warriors of the franchise, but it did open up the scope, and they did oh. take advantage of. They they knew what they had with Pinhead for sure.
0: I heard Clive Barker didn't like Pinhead the name because that was that's not his name.
1: I don't. It probably is not, and I don't know if that just became his name.
0: Yeah, I think that was the name the fans gave him, and then yeah. like the movies embraced it after that. Yeah, you. But I it, think you what do they call it, those guys? the Cenobites. Cyn- Cenobites. Yeah, they were uh, they were hardcore.
1: Yeah. They, you know, and it. Uh, yeah, no. And yeah, I, and, I, and I liked it. And, and Ashley Lawrence was pretty good. She reminded me a little bit of Heather Langenkamp.
0: Uh, yes, that, I can see that. that. That great acting, too.
1: And I don't think. Um, are they remaking it? I think they are.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I read that. I was like Googling around and I saw they're doing like a remake. And it was like delayed, but now it's like back on. Where was the setting of this movie? I couldn't figure out. Like it looked like England, but it was
1: England. But I'm not. I'm not familiar enough to know exactly where.
0: Okay. Did they say it was in England in the movie?
1: I think so, or I think it's implied. Second one is as well, and third one takes place in the United States. And
0: because they were mostly American actors, and even the movie guy, the mover guys, were like drinking the beer. And they're just like that. Your daughter. I'm like, where is this place? This isn't. Is this Lancashire or something? What's going on?
1: Yeah, and you can even tell, and and not that we live in totally different worlds, but I'm like, I'm like, well, obviously, that's not an American-looking house, uh, even no. though it's like a newer house, but that's just not the styles that that we have here.
0: Right. Yeah, it was different. So that took place in England. They, how many? They did like nine of those films, didn't they? There
1: is a lot, and I think I kind of trailed off after the space one bloodline i think it was called oh yeah everybody goes to space
0: <laughs> that's that's like the default once you have random ideas, just throw them in space i'm waiting for jurassic park to go to space
1: <sighs> i'm sure steven has thought about
0: that <laughs> yeah something's gonna happen i don't know but it was it was a good horror movie it was uh yeah like i said it was unsettling and, and it invoked like i was uncomfortable during some spots in a good way
1: the uh Lack of skin, I think, is always unsettling to me. I mean, that, and in movies where people get their skin ripped off or whatever, still, I can't, it just gives me the the shivers.
0: And and at the end, it's, uh, spoiler alert, it's like full circle, you know, which is always like a good with the the box being, you know, the vendor's going to look for somebody else or whatever to sell it to. It's like full circle. It's a gift that keeps on giving.
1: I have a little cheap plastic box that it doesn't do anything special but oh really i used to put out yeah just for, for
0: oh yeah that's cool
1: and you know start to see if you can spin it but
0: it did it's, a, it's more of a prop not something you're trying to really make it a live thing right? yeah <laughs> what is the um that was that was 1987 and then the sequel was 89
1: i think it was shortly after and the sequel had a, a bigger budget and a lot of uh, Some good, some bad, but a lot of matte paintings and, and like I said, just a a bigger scope.
0: Do you rate the sequel, in terms of horror film franchise sequels, one of the better ones?
1: Uh, I do, actually. And I kind of liked... It didn't quite do the Aliens level where it kind of stepped it up, but it did... uh, When you think of Hellraiser, if I have to watch one, that's kind of the one I would go to. Because I kind of like that a little bit more. And, And they just... You go into Hell and learn more about
0: it. Makes sense. Yeah. Do you consider aliens more of a horror movie or a sci-fi movie or an action movie?
1: Uh, I put that in action.
0: Yeah, me too. I never actually looked at the horror, the aliens franchises as horror films. I know they are, but they're not to me. Like, they were never like scary. They're always just like a fun ride that were like thrilling.
1: Yeah. And I think, yeah, if it became too much horror, I think it, and that's what opens it up to mainstream that kind of like silence the lambs. You know, if it's not labeled horror, then everybody's okay with it.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Just don't call it that. And it's Uh, fine. It's
1: Not just the Friday the 13th crowd that's coming out for that.
0: It's so weird, too. You see Silence of the Lambs like in a lot of these lists, like the greatest horror movie ever. It's not a it's not a horror movie at all. I mean, he's scary, but it's a thriller.
1: Thriller. Yeah. And that and that, of course, launched many serial killer movies after
0: that. Oh, yeah. They were just like green lighting them left and right. (laughs) Just but throw I'm it a, out I'm a
1: sequel there. lover. Uh, today's the anniversary of Scream 2.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, of course.
1: is one of my favorite sequels that uh, some people don't like it, but I, a lot of people do. And I think what I liked it is that right off the top, uh, it takes place in the theater and they just keep adding the meta on top of meta, uh, acknowledging that Stab is a movie and, uh, yeah. and you can't get killed in the theater. I mean, and I kind of like what they did there They kind of kind of put a spin on it saying uh you, you're you're not safe in a movie anymore
0: right yeah they just kind of threw that out there to you and it, and it messed with your head
1: yes I, I vividly remember obviously this was early days of internet so there i didn't get spoilers that way but i do remember and it was number one that week and it was a big you know big draw that oh yeah as we in Exited our screening and there was a huge line uh, for people to get into the to the theater, which doesn't happen anymore. Even pre-COVID, you just kind of you don't see that anymore where people are just lining up, can't wait to get in. And right. And, and some guy just blurted out who the killer was in front of what? everybody waiting to go in. I'm like, that is so me. You know,
0: that's so terrible. He should get it. Got his ass kicked.
1: Yeah. And I because you forget that was kind of part of the especially in the first couple. Like yeah.
0: The killer yeah right that was the whole thing of it history wait you were waiting in line to see the movie or you No, were i just it out?
1: I, I luckily i was just i was exiting with the same crowd that had just you were the
0: guy it. that yelled it
1: um so just some random guy he just and he yelled it out so everybody could hear not one of these passing
0: you know or <laughs>
1: somebody over
0: here. that's terrible i i remember going into the sixth sense and there it was playing on two screens and I walked into the wrong one and sat down right as the twist happened. It ruined the whole thing for me. <laughs> it was terrible. I went in the other one and watched it, but I was like, "Yeah, Ugh.
1: The, the twist can only happen once." So bad. And usually, but, you can't ever quite figure out, you know, like, "Oh, so and so's mother." Like, you would not have. No, there's, no,
0: there's <laughs> no. There's it's no not way. an
1: Agatha Christie where you you can really figure it out if you're paying attention.
0: Right. Yeah. It's uh, that I is know. frustrating though. But Scream Two came out. Ninety-seven.
1: so less than a year just just shy of a year uh, since the first scream
0: yeah they turned that around pretty quick those are great flicks by the way
1: yeah they well i like I think
0: scream they're fun
1: two is probably one of my favorites scream three you could tell they were stretching it i'm yeah. not a huge fan of scream four i do all the locations of course but i'll forgive it
0: yeah, but I remember going into Scream 2. Apparently I'm a real idiot going into movie theaters because I went with my friend, and I, the first thing I noticed in Scream 2 before the movie started, I was thankful that I made it on time. Because there were a lot of kids in the audience, and I, I, th- I was thinking this is really, like little kids, like four or five-year-olds. I was like, this is very peculiar. There's not a lot of adults, or I was a teenager at the time. Yeah. And then Home Alone Three started. I was in the wrong theater uh, again. <laughs> so I was like, what is going on? It's not hard to get into the right theater. They give you the number and the name there. Yeah. Apparently the ADHD was very bad in my teenage years. But then I did see Scream Two and I made it before the credits. Before. And um uh, it was cool, man. It was a cool theatrical experience to go through.
1: Yeah. And so see it. And, and those are fun locations. It was um mostly well, it was about half and half. Half was shot in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, at uh, the Agnes Saint Agnes College, I think it was. A lot of the exteriors, but they shot a, a lot of the uh, a lot at UCLA too. So right across from uh, Weston Hills Hospital, from Nightmare on Elm Street three.
0: Oh yeah, that's cool. I'm looking at the the location right now um, for Scream two.
1: The Rialto Theater in Pasadena. Just uh,
0: that was in a movie we did.
1: Uh, yeah, so I was in the Player. That was in Nightmare on Elm Street four. Been, that was it. been in quite a few um yeah so that theater is actually about right between laurie strode's house and the hedges from from halloween
0: oh that's cool
1: the interior of the theater is actually the vista theater in los angeles somewhere else
0: oh my favorite theater i used to live like two blocks from the vista that's where i would see all the flicks it was such a it's such a good movie experience the vip party that is the vista uh in scream Two, is that what you're talking about
1: um so the theater the lobby is still rialto but when they actually go into the theater that's actually the vista
0: theater. oh yeah yeah here it is i can see that
1: and i don't know if they use the exact bathroom but they definitely took some cues from the bathroom
0: i didn't know that that's cool good homework on that one
1: but well scream there's a lot of fans of scream so there's a lot of locations that
0: people yeah can- how long ago did you do this this entry like what what trip to la was this
1: uh oh it's many years of, of different trips so oh really yeah at least a few years ago so and i think I, I do know i think i was the first to find that uh you know when they stop the there with the two cops and one of the poles goes through the guy's head and yeah but so that's pasadena so um oh. I, I was looking all over um georgia or like around that college for that because it kind of looked like it was but i was like i recognized that corner uh that you see in the distance as as pasadena so i I was able to find that and i went out at night so i could try to get some matching shots the best i could
0: that's pretty good you did a great job with this one this is met this is multiple trips
1: yeah yeah multiple different trips kind of all sewn together
0: pretty cool it looks really good too the um your eye is very you have a great eye for finding things you're like um That scene in Ace Ventura where they're in, you know, he's with, um, speaking of actresses in Scream, he's with Courtney Cox. He's like, who's that? She goes, what? And then he walks like eight feet away and points at this tiny picture wall and goes, that? Like, there's no way you could pick that up unless you had like x-ray vision. That's kind of like how your eyes are with finding stuff. Sometimes,
1: yeah. Sometimes it can be annoying because even I'm into a new movie or whatever and I'm still like, what's that in the background? You're like trying to find different clues, but.
0: Yeah. Do you ever find somebody that posted incorrect location oh, yeah. online do, do you ever say anything or do you like let it go
1: i sometimes do and then um i don't know i and i posted incorrect too where i think it's this but and i usually try to at least say i think it's this but can't be 100 percent sure just you have
0: compromise. you have i noticed that i think it was it was a few of them but i think it was uh freddie's dead and night and friday the 13th it might have been four but it was, you know, something on it was like a road just with trees. You really couldn't put it together, but you can see like the contours of the landscape. And yeah, I think you were probably right because there's no way you could tell and it looked close, but but I do see you kind of like give that disclosure.
1: Yeah, just in case. I've I've gotten stuff wrong for sure.
0: No, you haven't, Robert. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. <laughs> Set editor doesn't make mistakes. Oh, I make I,
1: mistakes. I just take them down and erase it.
0: I just the uh Scream 2, I I remember liking this one better than the first one when I saw it in the theaters. I don't know why. The first one was a landmark film, and it's great and it holds up. But I don't know. This was like I, I enjoyed this a lot more when I saw it.
1: It reminded me of kind of well, it was kind of like the 80s horror. Happy birthday to me. These college, it was college campus horror. Yeah, and I think that's where it hit. Uh, hit some more check marks from from the eighties than the first one did because of that
0: you're right, yeah. the first one was more of the play on the cliches and everything, and, which is still brilliant. and the second one, yeah, they took more cues from like those eighties you know college horror films which which I think worked a lot. What was the third one again? I, I think I've only seen that once
1: that was the they were making stab three and this one and Ed Posey, oh, yeah. which I love. I really wanted them to bring back, or not bring back, just bring Sharon Stone to play uh, Sydney's mother. Just because oh yeah, of the line. And let's face it, your mother's no Sharon Stone. I'm like, this is the perfect time,
0: right? To, to that's bring right. Her in.
1: And so I think, and and I think if if I remember correctly, a lot of this, a lot of changes happened because the script got leaked, and they try to change it so it it doesn't get out there, and then it makes it worse. It's notorious for. Courtney Cox's uh, one-inch bangs and
0: <laughs> oh yeah, so bad.
1: But and that, of course, shared the location for uh, Hillcrest Academy from Halloween H two O. The the mansion yeah. in the third act is the the same location.
0: Yeah, that's right. Which is really cool. The UCLA yeah. campus photos that you got are pretty pretty good. I'm talking about the Scream 2 Still. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you did a great job matching these. The uh,
1: it's a great campus
0: it is a great campus um did you see the scream that came out the most recent one
1: the scream
0: four
1: yeah scream,
0: yes was that any good that's the one i didn't see i
1: did not like that one they shot that in michigan they actually there, there's pieces of it i liked um the the one the kirby character um she's played i can't remember by her name she was the the cheerleader in heroes the tv series um she kind of knew all of her horror movies and she was like spitting it oh, out yeah. all the sequels and stuff like
0: that the french chick. oh uh, no no all right somebody else yeah, yeah scream 4 2011 yeah
1: but um so she was good char- they, had, they had some good characters and it just it, it just didn't sew together well for me no no yeah. so will I'll go see Scream Five, of course, which I think they're actually just calling Scream.
0: <laughs> it's kind of the that's kind of like the standard now. Just call it, you know, like Halloween. Just call it Halloween, even though the there's a, the first one was called Halloween. Just call it Halloween again.
1: Yeah, the thing did that. Remember the, the thing? The the thing prequel, and they're like, well, we'll just call it the thing. And I'm like, well, that's
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not down with that. It's not my position, but I, I feel like you should change it a little bit because you really shouldn't have unless it's a true remake this the the, the movie have the same title like yeah. come on really Not even
1: a subtitle you
0: know no yeah give it a subtitle halloween you know revisited or something halloween cash grab whatever you need to call it just give it a, <laughs> the same thing it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I was like, I remember at the time. I'm like, what? Because they were, are they going to add a number to it? You know, what's it going to be? And they're like, no, it's just Halloween.
0: Like, yeah, I, I I think it's cool. I like the numbers. I want them to go back to that. Like when they made Rocky Balboa, it should have been just been Rocky Six, but they decided, you know, John Rambo should have been Rambo Four. Just go back to the the numbers.
1: What and uh, Final Destination Four wasn't called that. It was called The Final Destination. The next one was called Final Destination 5, which just made no sense. And the fourth one was the worst of all.
0: I I don't think I saw the fourth one.
1: It's the race car track one, where that's where it it begins. And it was in 3D. I think the fifth one was 3D.
0: (laughs) The race car track? (laughs)
1: Yes. You know, embarrassingly, though, uh, it must have had good 3D, at least in the beginning, because um, uh, during the race car scene, the cars are going around and a piece of metal flies at the screen. And I swear to god, I just I felt my head and I actually snapped my head back.
0: Are you serious?
1: Yeah, my friends like, what what are you doing? And I'm like, I just swear I felt it hit my head.
0: The three It's very realistic. That's hilarious. Was it it wasn't enjoyable though?
1: No, it 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 was a uh, I I liked all the, the entire final destination series except for that one. Okay. It was just really stretched a little too thin.
0: There's there's 5 of them, right?
1: and they uh, they're not remaking it they're calling i can't
0: remember. reimagination
1: Yeah, another reimagining they i think it takes place in the same universe and i think they're calling it final destination
0: <laughs> of course why not
1: kids are going to be so confused
0: yeah it's funny it's funny to look at like the the timeline of a lot of the franchises like uh, what's the one with the cars fast and furious mm-hmm. there's i i never saw those movies but i know there's one called like fast and furious mm. and then there's the fast and the furious it's like what are, what, are, what are you doing
1: i don't know pretty soon they're just gonna have some vowels in there and that's gonna be our yeah it's just gonna
0: match. be <laughs> <laughs> did you ever watch those movies
1: i i remember seeing the first one and maybe the second and then uh it, That's kind of a hotel movie where i'll be flipping through and i'll catch a scene and i'm like they're at the preposterous uh video game level of obviously it's not in any type of reality whatsoever yeah. anymore
0: it's so ridiculous <laughs> i saw the first one i remember that was paul walker turns out he's a cop at the end and all that and like that's okay but i did see one my brother was watching one i think like two christmases ago and i like walked through the room and i saw it. and i think there was like a tank they were like driving on the streets and i'm like what do you so you have you steal military equipment now like it was just so. It was. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It, it was like Transformers lots. for street racing.
1: But they keep making money, so I don't.
0: Apparently, yeah, they keep grossing like a billion dollars. I don't get it. But um, yeah, it is funny to look at some of like the sequels and, uh, you know, a film in general and the titles and what they do. Like Halloween's a perfect example. There's Halloween and Halloween, and Halloween Kills, and there's like five different directors, and it gets. Kind of muddled, but then they try to bring it back, which is cool. Like when Jamie Lee Curtis came back, they're getting back to like the roots where they ignored the other movies, which I, I like. I think that's a cool timeline.
1: Yeah. And well, I think we'll see more and more of that happening. And well, we're talking about Alien, the TV series, which I'm not.
0: Yeah. H- how does that work?
1: I... <laughs> I'm
0: like one of who... those. Like,
1: we'll just wait and see again. Like...
0: Is it. I haven't seen anything for it. Is it, is it Ripley or is it just the Xenomorph?
1: I think it takes place in the same universe. One of those things, so yeah, it it could just be a really boring Wayland yutani uh, boardrooms full of smoke. Right.
0: I think the angle you need to go is like the colonists and on planet LV427, and like do that because you can't cast somebody else as Ripley. It's yeah. like casting Indiana Jones with somebody else that's not Harrison Ford. It just well, it's,
1: it's not with the, with the uh, Sarah Connor when they tried to do that. I'm like, no, eh,
0: no, it just no. doesn't, it just now, doesn't I, work.
1: Now that we're talking about, I kind of do want uh, the office version of At Wayland Utani.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be great. in over three hundred recorded worlds. Ye, <laughs> that's what she said. Okay, Oh god. <laughs> the um, the Hannibal, the Clarice Starling series is coming oh. out as well. What's your thank what's your thoughts you. on that?
1: I'll give it a try because I <laughs> I didn't give Hannibal a try and I end up regretting that I mean I end up watching it and and loving it so I will we'll give all these things a try because at least they're doing something in my
0: genre. Yeah and I think it's cool intellectual property to explore if you do it right Um, the thing I worry about with aliens is what like what angle are they going to do like I said I think it would be cool if they did something more with the colonists and like the aliens like I feel like it should be exploring the aliens initially not that they've been established and I don't. I don't want to turn it into like a Star Trek or something like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like they should, like prequels. I feel like always work. Like Prometheus always like worked. That was a good movie in the sense that they, they're not adding on. They're exploring before,
1: or changing or retconning. But we'll, right. we'll see. I I thought I kind of thought Fox slash Disney now I guess had kind of abandoned all alien stuff. But yeah, they need the money.
0: They need, the, they need the money.
1: Where the money's at, don't go. Uh,
0: I wanted to share something with you, Robert. I pulled up um, a list, uh, and it's and if you've, if you've seen this before, stop me. but it's basically two movies with the exact same plot that have came out at the exact same time, and this is like a real thing that's happened many times. Are you familiar with this?
1: Uh, I think I know where you're going, but:
0: Well I want to do I want to throw these out. There's only a few of them. If, okay. if you don't mind. Uh, and I want you to tell me which one you think is the better film. Okay. Is that all right?
1: Yeah, and I'm guessing like a Volcano slash Dante's Peak.
0: You know it, absolutely. Yeah. Let's start with that one, actually, because that is on the list. <laughs> Dante's Peak and Volcano, similar plots, same time, same year. Uh, what, t- where does your money go?
1: At the time, it was Dante's Peak, because it was just kind of a more solid film. It had some good special effects. and um, Pierce Brosnan. I- Linda Hamilton, Pierce Brosnan, and yeah. um, now they have some definitely wacky moments that, uh, uh, especially with Grandma uh, jumping into the acid lake, and
0: <laughs> it's so ridiculous, stuff like
1: that. But um, and uh, Lee, I think Lee Gamblin, she she played the waitress in Psycho two and three, and she shows up in a lot of films, and she um, we still she just she drives by Linda and pierce and just like hey you guys and that was it and that I, was her still, cameo yeah every time i drive by somebody that's what i do i still do that to this day
0: hey you got do you
1: <laughs> volcano um is hey, which i got. technically should love more because it's an la centric film but uh it's D- don't speak is just the better film
0: i agree hey you guys <laughs> You know what I used to do, and nobody got the reference. So I just look like a weirdo. I would quote um, the cop in Freddy vs. Jason in the beginning, when yeah. the kids are running out of the house after the guy gets murdered, and he goes, "Do you guys need some assistance?" So if I see like the hometown I grew up in, or I see some friends, you know, walking. I'd stop. Do you guys need some assistance? Like, what is that weirdo doing? Um, but it was just so funny to me because there there was pandemonium in the screen, and this cop. Should be like out of his car like what's going on and he just do you require some assistance he probably don't showed know is
1: his part like in a completely different week and he had no idea what the
0: no <laughs> the yeah just was. showed up that was it um so this list uh so I agree Dante's peak is the better film two thousand eleven we saw no strings attached and friends with benefits no strings attached is uh Ashton Kutcher Natalie Portman and Friends with Benefits is Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. And both of those I've, actresses were in Black Swan.
1: I've only seen the uh, Justin Timberlake one. I don't think I saw the other.
0: Oh. That's well, one I more would, than I've seen from I that, go with
1: that. I vaguely remember seeing that. Natalie Portman. Hmm.
0: She's great in Phantom Menace. Really, really fantastic.
1: She will not bring this matter to a committee.
0: I just can't do it. I, I like the Phantom Menace movie. Like, I do. I think it's a fun ride. You know, it's better. It's the best of the prequels, in my opinion. But her acting, just what you, your impression right now, it's uncanny. It's perfect. I will not, please. <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> she's trying to be like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, she's unsure which, which, how to play that character and commit. So she's leaving it like, it's almost like a robot
1: the intent was to be so monotone that she could be mixed up and you don't she could be queen amidala or or padme and everybody had to kind of talk the same no matter who it was even though it was almost always her uh except for the final reveal scene i do have trouble with i mean i just literally cackle out loud if i if i make it that far where uh (laughs) when they she she says no i'm queen amidala and Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson are really doing their best acting to Yeah.
0: They're so, they're so, really uh, carrying that that film. I, that, that movie worked too with Liam Neeson and Ewan McGregor. If they were like nobodies. It was I don't know. <laughs> Although I do like the character the pilot, uh, he's the pilot. He's in the beginning, and I forget the actor's name. He was in Wayne's World too, is like the famous roadie. But he's in Phantom Menace. And the dialogue. Is so bad. It, it, one of his opening lines is, "You know they have the defense shields down." Okay, fine. And then later on in the movie, during towards the end, they're flying again. Like the defense shield is down. I'm like, he say it's the same line of dialogue. It's it was literally the same line, and I was like, "What?" So I figured maybe they just cut it and use a different take and change the background because it that, was that so does bad,
1: sound like George Lucas, like something he would do to. Yeah, just put, it, just put it in again to drive the It's like you <laughs> It's like it's the same verse over again.
0: Yeah, people will love right. it. Yeah, put, people love it. Um, 1998 Robert, we saw Deep Impact and Armageddon come out. Both films with similar plots, the asteroid is coming. What uh which where does your money go with that well,
1: one? Deep Impact all the way. I yeah. I like that better as a film. Uh, yeah, we, I think we still liked Tia Leone back then.
0: <laughs> I, I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I kind of liked... Uh, yeah, I, I just kind of liked that one uh, a lot better. Armageddon was too... Uh, who directed that? Uh, what,
0: Michael Bay. Bay. Yeah. Right? I mean,
1: it was just typical Michael Bay with waving flags and slow-mo men <laughs> walking through smoke and...
0: A song.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the... Oh, I do, because I saw that in the theater. I do remember, I was laughing so hard, I think I walked out to go to the bathroom at the animal cracker scene.
0: On oh, the... It's unwatchable. <laughs> and wouldn't it be easier to train astronauts to drill than to get driller workers from an well, oil rig in you, space?
1: I think so. I just, now you're bringing flashbacks like Steve Buscemi, and these are all fine actors, but.
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the I, I I'm not a Michael Bay fan. I do like The Rock a lot, but um that's like my least favorite of all of his films, I think. I don't know. For for all the like 90s action, Armageddon was just so ridiculous for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Like even that, even as like a teenager, I was like, "Uh, what what are they that's doing?" Too good. Yeah. <laughs> the animal cracker scene is it's it just makes you cringe. You feel like yeah, that's like where... a bug's crawling on you.
1: You know, and even like when you, like we're watching Hellraiser, I mean, there's times like literally kind of look away and, you know, it's some bad acting. I'm just acknowledging yeah. and pretending it's not there.
0: <laughs> I like that you pretend it's not there. Do you do you physically ever look away?
1: I, oh, I do. Yeah, I, I do.
0: I look down at my phone or something. I'm like, I can't.
1: Yeah, I was like, eh, I'll just pretend that's not happening.
0: <laughs> the acting in Hellraiser is pretty bad in some of the scenes.
1: Not everybody, but yeah.
0: No, not everybody, and not not everybody that does bad acting is bad in every scene. But there are some scenes where, oh boy, what are you doing? but
1: sometimes the, the level of you know kind of the tenor of doesn't quite match the situation.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's but not the same. As an actor,
1: I mean, everything's out of out of order. They they're not quite sure where they yeah. might be. In the
0: film. Right. That's a good point. Um, uh, 2010, Robert, we saw Megamind. And Despicable Me.
1: I have seen neither.
0: Nor I. So clearly Megamind's better.
1: No problem. It, sounds, it sounds better.
0: 2017, we saw Rough Night and Girls Trip.
1: <laughs> I don't even think I've seen trailers for either of those.
0: I don't, I've never heard of them. Uh, I've seen these. Uh, 2013, This is the End, and The World's End. Both this came out.
1: This is... And number one, you've seen it. Yeah, actually, I have. It's I have a funny. whole crate of wardrobe and props from that film.
0: No way, really? Yeah. Like what?
1: Um, so I have about five, six different James Franco outfits, and then did you see the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then I have like his, you know, where he comes downstairs and he has like a white tank and fl- white flip flops. Yeah. and he, So I have like they're all bloody, so I have those and.
0: Oh really? The I actual ones?
1: Yeah. I have oh, that's a, so cool. Uh, is it Emma Watson? Is that her name? The Harry Potter one. Emma Watson. Yeah, I, I mix up my Emma, so uh the Same axe here. that she has in that scene. Uh I have that axe. No uh, way. Yeah, so I have I've quite a few the thing is I think it was Screen Bid was having an auction and they forgot to send me something or Anyway, they had a lot of unsold stuff, and I think he says, "Hey, if you want to pay x amount, I'll just crate all this up for you." I'm like, "Sure." So,
0: no way. I
1: have a a ton of stuff, and I just like the film. I mean,
0: yeah, if, it's fun.
1: We we my sister and I both love it, and if we just kind of need a pick me up or just get our mind out of something, then just a laugh. That uh, it's fun. we Did you go to Universal Halloween Horror Nights when they had the maze for that?
0: Not that year, no.
1: Oh. I was like one I was shocked they did it because I don't think the film did that that well.
0: Yeah, I I'm surprised. <laughs> I don't think I even remember like hearing about that.
1: But uh uh but yeah, no. it it was it's one of my favorite funny films.
0: It is a great flick. That is an enjoyable movie. I I, I agree with you.
1: Maybe well not next. What well, whatever I get to my stuff, my basement's rain being done, so I I will wear some movie wardrobe
0: from that film. Oh, you should. That's cool that you have that. Um Two thousand nine saw the cinematic classics "Observe and Report" with Seth Rogen and Paul Blart Mall Cop. Of course, uh, where does your money go with these these gems?
1: Apparently, my money went to neither one. I don't think I saw either <laughs> one. Have you?
0: <laughs> I, I've seen Paul Blart Mall Cop. It's exactly what you think it is. If you saw it, it would be your expectations would be in line with how you think it is. Now it's I just do, a mall cop. Yeah. With I funny do have lines. A love
1: of bad movies
0: and this is not totally a bad movie. it's weird. Yeah, uh it's I not, didn't see I Observer Report, but Paul Blart Malkovbb I've seen more than once it's not it's ridiculous, but it's not like bad It, it kind of makes fun of itself a little bit, and he's a good actor and i I don't know uh it was it was good it was it was like you know halfway there of what you expect I guess
1: all right, I'll take your word for it.
0: That's not going to be your homework, too. I wouldn't yeah, do that too. to you. It's not good. Uh, 1998, Robert saw the animated classics Ants and A Bug's Life come out in the same year. Do you remember Ants?
1: I do. I saw both, and I remember they were kind of blended together in my mind. Bugs Life was the Disney one, and Ants was the
0: Pixar. Woody Allen one. The,
1: um, yeah. Um, I think Sharon Stone was in that, if I remember. In Ants. And ants. I think I would side with that one only based on my minimal memory.
0: Ants was good. I enjoyed Ants. Uh, I've seen both of them. I don't remember Bugs Life. And I could be thinking of Bugs Life. And (laughs) I I just don't remember. But it was funny, though. Um, Babe and Gordy both came out in 1995. Hollywood, that old Hollywood tale. Let's get more pigs in movies. Babe and Gordy.
1: Babe, my,
0: it's a do- babe's adorable right
1: yeah so our cats at the time used to love to watch babe and I don't oh, really? know if it was real animals speaking English or what it was but they would just both sit in front of the TV and watch for at least a good half hour and oh, my babe. Cat in particular loved the uh, I think it was the, the blind mice that yeah in between they would do segments they would now it's like and now for something new you know whatever it was yeah and she—that was her favorite. So. Oh yeah. That was our babysitting tape.
0: <laughs> babe, Babe was a cute movie.
1: It was no. Yeah, I did not. I, I, but apparently, I, I don't think I saw Babe Pig in the City, or if I started it, and I probably just went off the rails. I don't remember that.
0: Yeah, I don't think I saw that one either. 1989, Robert. We saw Turner and Hooch, and we saw Canine with uh, Jim Belushi, both cops and their loyal canine partners battling crime. Turner and Hooch and Canine.
1: I may have seen both. I'm not sure, but I have no memory or recollection.
0: Never saw Canine. Turner and Hooch was okay. Saw it as a kid. It was kind of fun. It's Tom Hanks. He's good at anything, but I don't know.
1: 89, I was in college, and so I kind of went to less movies, or we only went to the dollar theater movies. (laughs)
0: Like what kind of movies were playing there?
1: Oh, I I, <laughs> I like movies I that were out just, a while ago. I sound right? like a bad movie goer because we were just going cackle. I remember seeing you know Karate Kid three and just laughing people out of the theater. Uh
0: <laughs> Karate's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Karate. My my buddy's in that film and he makes fun of it.
1: Which, Sean Kanan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mike Barnes, <laughs> and he he'll even say uh, like. Great. When you meet him and stuff, we'll be like, "Yeah, you know, I was in Chronic Kid 3. That's when the franchise really, really started getting good. You know what I mean? Yes. Like exactly. kind of making fun of it because uh, they had that guy Silver in there, the ponytail. Oh, the
1: evil villain, cigar, sitting in a bathtub. Uh,
0: yeah, he's at that. Ha- he his house is that famous location you've shot it in L. A. Yeah, yeah.
1: It was and used uh, in Blade Runner, House on Haunted Hill.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. It's it's that place, and he's just that typical 80s villain that has a lot of money doesn't really work and it's like let's get him and there's always butlers and like chauffeurs like no no rich person lives with like chauffeurs coming up picking cars out anymore it just doesn't exist (laughs) unless you're in the royal family and uh but it's just so funny that they have he has like all the cars lined up being washed at once they're always getting waxed
1: yeah it was it was a movie movie and and I remember we we knew we were in trouble because uh, Ralph Macchio. They they're, they're the opening scene or near the beginning. They're leaving the airport because they just got back. Right. And he's like, wow, oh, whatever. I and I was like, that was good, whatever. I'm like, I don't know how much he ate on the plane, but there was a yeah. weight change between.
0: <laughs> yeah, he puffed out. <laughs> yeah. He had the chin going on. A Not that bit. i
1: wanted to talk, but.
0: No, no, me neither. But he, uh, it was, it was funny the the sequence.
1: The next day
0: and. The next back. day. It's kind of like Rocky Four, where his son is like a little kid, and then Rocky Five takes place right after they leave Russia or the USSR, and his son's like thirteen at this point. And it's like, oh hey, uh, 2013, Robert. We saw After Earth and Oblivion come out. Did you see After Earth?
1: I only saw Oblivion.
0: Okay, that's after, your homework. Was that Dan? the Will Smith one. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, done like by Shyamalan too, and Will Smith, both from Philadelphia. I had high hopes for that. It wasn't it's good.
1: Yeah, I know, and I know people stayed away from it in rows, and rose. Yeah. And I don't think I don't know if it's reviews or do it or is there do people have a, no pun intended, sixth sense uh, to of know when to stay away from movies.
0: I I think maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's not a. It's not the worst movie ever, but. I think Will Smith's son, like, ruins it for me. Because it's kind of like, hey, it's my son. Let's put him on screen. And it's just kind of like them playing off each other. I I don't know. It it didn't really work. There's more they could have done. What's that?
1: Whose son was a karate kid as well.
0: Yes, yes. The karate kid.
1: The karate kid.
0: The the karate kid. Uh, I just have a few more here, if if you're still good. Uh, Okay. 2016 saw Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice and Captain America Civil War.
1: I think it's pretty easy, Captain America.
0: <laughs> He's the best, right?
1: Yeah, well, they, as much as, I mean, Marvel, the Marvel factory uh, is a factory of films, and but they know exactly what their product should be and, and what they kind of need to turn out. And I think Warner Brothers has just not quite, I think they second guess themselves and they don't give their directors enough leash just to do what they want. And I, it just, it just, it hasn't turned out well, except for one offs like the Joker. But then I'd look at, uh, I did finally sit through the the Harley Quinn movie that they gave a couple of different titles and it was just
0: painful. Yeah. Why, 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 why was that route taken?
1: I don't know. I thought people like her character, so it should have a natural, Following, they just—I don't think it's going to give her a good script. I don't think.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Well, they do, I don't know what, what their their deals with that. There was another film I had, uh, but I didn't—I didn't put it in here. I forget what oh, it was. Oh, you know it was? It was Zodiac. Uh, there was like two Zodiac movies, but I don't remember if they came out the same year.
1: They might have. So I do. I'm a fan of David Fincher's Zodiac.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. They were like, both entertaining, I thought.
1: Yeah, but Fincher's kind of a good long burn, which I don't know if I posted locations about that yet. So it was about half San Francisco, half Los Angeles, that they faked for for San Francisco.
0: You you did you did, were on those sets, those locations? Hmm? Oh, uh, it was it was the same year. It was two thousand. No, it was two thousand seven. Was Zodiac? Okay. Um, the Fincher one. Two thousand five was the other one. That's why.
1: That's one I do, if, I, if it's on, I kind of get caught up in it and just kind of watch.
0: Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's thrilling, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, that was all I had for that list. I just okay. want to bring it up, though. It's kind of fun when they do that. They're running out of original ideas.
1: One day we'll have to do The Thing or The oh, Thing. Yeah. And you have to guess which one.
0: Right, The Thing or The Thing.
1: Karate Kid or the Karate Kid?
0: And the thing I had high hopes for.
1: I and I I do the thing prequel. I still I still like even though I know. Yeah, me too. A, too much CGI, but I was yeah. more impressed that they had enough love for the original that they lined it up um, all the details as much as they could. Yes. And obviously, I'm a set looker person, so I was looking for inconsistencies, but I think they they pretty much did everything. Uh, pretty much perfect.
0: You think they they got on the line pretty good? For that's yeah. what you like to hear. Yeah, yeah, they did pay attention to detail. I noticed with a lot of the stuff the characters were doing and things like that, it was pretty cool. any credits I are cool.
1: credit that they actually didn't make it a two thousands film. They actually said this is nineteen eighty one. We're going back, and yes, that works better for for me.
0: I think so. Yeah, definitely. Unlike Alien versus Predator, where they're like, hey, we're a new age exploration team. Let's get down there. And you're like... you
1: four Ugh. years into the future. It's going to be really different.
0: Right. <laughs> right. It's going to be really different. I do like the prequel that it was 1981. I did like the film. I, I thought it could be a little better. But um, I do like the Norwegian aspect. Because that was always like the thing about the thing that was so cool was it's like, what, what's happening? Like that opening scene when you first see it, like what is with that dog? What is going on? Hmm. Um, and Antarctica is such a scary place anyway because it's so remote and there's like so many abandoned buildings there. Like it's kind of uncharted territory, so it's a cool setting overall.
1: Anything could happen, but yeah, no, I agree. I like it.
0: It's cool. Um, we have we did on the last show, listeners, the blind man's bluff. We have uh, that for today. Do do you want to jump into that, Robert?
1: Why not? We'll see where it takes us.
0: So here's how the game works. We are going to, uh, I'll do a little screen share. And what we're going to do is randomly select uh, one of the films on the set-gener.com website that Robert has been to. If you want to go on the site, uh, it's Set Visits by Name. And there's all kinds of films and fun stuff. Um, And we're going to randomly pick one using the generator here. And Robert is going to tell us everything he ate that day um
1: you know how i, I usually you sh- can tell and i think i shared with you that uh you can always tell if it's my first day on the of traveling i'm always wearing the same shirt so if you see a particular oh. drowned world madonna shirt i've flown out of omaha every flight since 2004 i think with wearing that same shirt
0: oh really is it like your back. lucky shirt
1: i feel like now now i'm kind of superstitious because i'm like i I don't know what would happen if I didn't wear that shirt.
0: Oh, so that's so if, if you're wearing that shirt, it's the first day in L.A.
1: Yeah. Or wherever, wherever happen, you are. Yeah, wherever I happen to be. So,
0: What's the shirt again?
1: It's a Madonna kind of drowned world tour. And
0: oh, yeah, it's getting
1: pretty <laughs> messed up. But I'm afraid to, to mess
0: with it. Pretty soon. Is it just going to be like a strap?
1: Yeah, you know, there is a big hole in the
0: <laughs> Oh, really? There. Yeah. You got to keep still... wearing it, though. Is it a big, big enough shirt where you can wear something underneath it? Uh,
1: it might be, or I'm getting bigger myself, so I usually have to I'll put a, a hoodie
0: over it. Um, oh, but you'll still rock it. This is your lucky shirt. Yeah. you got to hold on to it. I'll find a way. Life, uh, uh, life finds a way. Well, there it is. There you go. That's it. That is. <laughs> okay, so this is the Blind Man's Bluff version uh, of the Set Jetter uh, film locations. Can you see the screen okay? I can. Okay. So we're going to start with the letter, and we're going to do the number. I feel like this is a crappy version of The Price is Right. <laughs> okay, so the film that we're going to explore today and talk about screenshots, and or look at the screenshots and talk about Robert's uh, experience there, is a... W? w all right, all right. War right we're the worlds Let's most the likely section. and it's going to be
1: we have quite a few w's here
0: yeah this should be interesting i like your idea for five, six, randomly spinning it what kind of wheel is this this has been going on for like an hour
1: this is only a five wheels
0: Oh, I, Do you want me to change it? here? Uh,
1: let me count how many we have because I have quite a few. It's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 16, 17 W films, surprisingly.
0: So let's do 17. 17? 17?
1: Listeners I know.
0: Well, I, <laughs> I guess there's a lot of we and who. and. A lot of we, anticipation. Right. But for the W, 17, I, I thought it would only be a few, but I guess there's quite a bit. So we are going to go with W, 13. All
1: right. Let me do, do my best counting. 13. White Bird in the Blizzard, which is actually a blog
0: interview. Ooh.
1: And I saw this movie. Um, so, Greg Araki directed this. He's one of my favorite directors. He directed Nowhere and The Doom Generation, uh, Mysterious Skin. He's very, uh, one of those kind of in, very independent films. And then, uh, so he, he's ended, ended up being one of my favorite directors. Have you seen the film?
0: I have not seen it. Oh. I just ruined it for you. Well, there hey, we This go. was 2014, the film came out. You also so I, posted this in 2014. Yeah.
1: So, and I, so I probably saw it in January of that year, and then it probably came out later in the year, or maybe the year before. So, so this is my blog. So, I don't, I'm not very good at, uh, doing addresses, but I'm pretty sure this is in the Burbank area.
0: Okay. Cool. This okay. is one of the ho- homes that you shot. This is, uh, one of the characters lives here.
1: Yep. And so the characters are supposed to live right across the street from each other. Um, and I remember I got to the house and I'm taking pictures and the characters, you know, they have similar houses just on the other side of the street. And I'm like, the other side of the street, their house does not match what's in the film. And I think the guy came out oh. and he says, it's just the same house. They reversed the film.
0: <laughs> no way.
1: Yeah. And that's where I kind of feel dumb. I was like, oh, well, that makes sense on why it looks so similar. Oh, right here? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that is that,
1: yeah.
0: And it's so, kind of it kind of stands out a little bit.
1: Yeah. Now that now, and it's very obvious. But in my mind, it was probably you know neighborhoods. They all look the same. This is how they
0: you know. Oh, this is really it. This and this. Yeah. See, the, this the part w- with the the big hole in, like the trellis thing or whatever that is. Yeah. It kind of stands out yeah so it was that was that implied for the film like it was supposed to be some kind of weird
1: it was y- probably yeah him being artsy and or maybe they had maybe it's the poor man's location they only, they only have access to one house and so what do you do you just reverse the film
0: i think that's and, what we're getting at here
1: and it's the uh the other house but and then
0: yeah this looks like a nice burbank street
1: yeah and it's a dead-end street which i know Films love so they can just easily, they don't need to block traffic or anything and just take Oh,
0: yeah. Got the cul de sac. Yep. Yeah, this is, this is classic Burbank residential right here. Yeah,
1: you can, it just has that look. And this is yeah. my, my rule of all roads lead to Burbank.
0: It's true. Where's this at? This is the BT uh, Industrial Supply.
1: This is in Burbank as well. I might
0: have to do a quick Google. This is a this is a shot from the film right here correct okay so it's a nice plug for this company i feel like this was a burbank uh
1: yeah it says north hollywood so it's okay around there yep um and then i'm
0: I'm, so this entry is one that hasn't made it over to the new website
1: yeah no so so blog entry at the time when i first created my blog i was just Literally throwing photos up as soon as I got them and, and saying, here's some here's some here's what it looks like. And here's some screenshots. Uh, and then every once in a while, I do a comparison shot uh, just to kind of mix them together. And then it wasn't until I made my website. I was like, oh, I should probably just be a little better at this and, and make it a little bit.
0: And you did the, then That's when you started doing the comparisons.
1: Yeah, um, but it's a lot of work. And then. Yeah. There's uh, Northridge campus.
0: CSUN, right? What's that? It's CSUN. California State University, Northridge. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, they, they filmed a lot of stuff here, too. They
1: do. This was Starfleet Academy in the 2009. Oh, and yeah. Sequel. Karate Kid. Lots of different films. This, uh, not this particular building, but that same campus was uh, the Sunnydale High School in, in Buffy, the version two.
0: Oh, after yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Was it? School. Yep, after the oh, high that's school cool. blew up. Not this particular building, but I think the building around the corner. So Karate Kid yeah. was shot at Northridge.
0: Right. The the All Valley Tournament.
1: Everything was shot at
0: Northridge. <laughs> I know where this is. This is a cool building right here.
1: The Little Brown Church.
0: Yeah. That's and in other did, films too, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't go in. Maybe I did go inside. Oh, I, I took pictures inside, but I didn't have any. I only had one matching shot. And then I found a better behind the scene shot to uh
0: is, it, throw there. is this the inside of the church yep so it's yeah. an actual church
1: it is an actual church and churches oh. are usually pretty good about letting you in to to take pictures
0: yeah you can't say no to the lord no and i've I never usually, been inside here i've passed it like a million times i never actually knew what it was
1: it looks bigger inside than you would
0: think. it, it does yeah it's pretty interesting is it but it's like an active church like they have like yeah. services yep.
1: As far as I know, this is six years ago. I guess six years ago is not that long, but 2014 seems like a long time ago. Doesn't I know it? it
0: does. I don't know why, but it really does.
1: And yeah, that's a behind-the-scenes shot.
0: Oh, cool! I know where this is. That's pretty sweet. Was this a fun location to scout out?
1: Yeah, yeah. So here are some some of the pa- after the movie. Um, they had a that is that
0: Gabriel uh yep. Oh wow. She was in the flick? Yep. This cool
1: has... I can't remember his name. Chris Maloney. But if you so Sundance is what the best part about it is that after the movie the cast and crew come out and there's Q&A and they're just talking and and people have questions and that's sometimes the best part of the movie. So there's Greg Araki the director there.
0: Oh yeah. We go back that's pretty cool. It's it's rare that we talk about a blog entry. It's kind of an Chris older. Maloney, uh... I think it was right before
1: him. Not a good. What's picture of me. Uh Chris Maloney. I think. Oh, I've there's a, a shot of
0: you in six. here. There we go.
1: Pre-glasses, Robert. But...
0: When did you make the switch, or did you just get them for the first time?
1: When I turned forty, uh, I I had to have
0: them. <laughs> oh really?
1: In college, I, I wore some Attitude classes, uh, not knowing that you would eventually I would need them for real.
0: Wait, what did you wear in college?
1: Attitude glasses, glasses that. Have oh no yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, those are cool. Yeah, but you it's needed trendy, them for real at one point.
1: Trendy late '80s, uh, what you did in, in college.
0: Yeah, it's fun. But that's a, this is a good location. I think you did a good job with it. Do do you want to do it? Do you want to do another one? If you want to, yeah. Yeah, I think we should.
1: And we could introduce people to films too.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the idea too, that's right? Good.
1: Uh, there's there's probably no other websites that have Whitebird and the Blizzard filming locations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never even heard of it. I'm glad that you, you did it. well uh, oh, here, let's all right, let's do another one here. Let's uh, let's spin the wheel. And let's see what we got. Again, you're listening to the podcast. We have Robert Patterson on the set jetter. We're gonna spin another wheel uh, spin the wheel another time and come up with a film. And it's going to be with the letter E
1: that might be a tough one. Let's see, I got one, two, three, two, three four, five, six, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12,
0: 12. All right. So you have 12 entries with the letter E. So we're going to spin the number. We're going to see which road that we're going to go down that Robert is going to uh, Indulge us with his knowledge and experience of this great film, and it's going to be E nine. Two three. Okay.
1: Seven eight. I knew it'd be this one.
0: Uh oh. What is it? It's another blog entry.
1: Another little known film, or I, it might be uh, better known during uh, to, to horror movie fans.
0: All right. Well, let's get, let's, let's jump into it. What do we got?
1: This is a, uh, uh, I would say a horror film for sure. Uh, starring Anna Lynn McCord, who I think was best known. She was on Nip Tuck. So, and then she was on the 90210 remake. Oh. Um, so one of these glitzy glamour kind of actresses. And she went totally against type in this movie and just looked not good.
0: Oh, um, really? Yeah.
1: But it's a, it reminded me a little bit of May, the movie with Angela Bettis oh okay but, yeah so we have the high school here which
0: it's an apartment I, building right
1: what's
0: that is this like an apartment building
1: uh, no it's actual high school
0: oh really it looks it looks interesting oh yeah i guess so
1: and i'd have to go back to my map to remember what high school it is and and how i found it i have no idea <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you got it
1: them, how I find these things, I'm like, I think how'd you find that, and I'm like, I have no idea. There's not too many clues there to give you what the school is.
0: This was all in Los Angeles, right?
1: Yeah, this all Los Angeles, and this is where my website is better because then I put addresses and some tidbits about that. But that's the high school they go to. The church, um, church is usually easier to find because there, there's not as many of them. And I want to say, I think this church might have been used in An- the first Annabelle movie, if I remember.
0: I saw that. I couldn't remember what the church looks like, though. Yeah. Just... Do you remember where this was? Yeah, this I, I would have to look it up.
1: But... And sometimes people put questions, and I put it in the comments.
0: But... I'll say where it is. It's called Trinity Baptist Church. I want to say that's in Burbank or Pasadena. Panorama City. Or no, there's one in Pasadena. Yeah, okay. It's in uh, the Hollywood area, there I think. Oh, it is. Yeah. Um. I saw it on the map, but anyway. Oh, you did. These are good shots. Um,
1: the motel was easy to find because the it says the sign right on there.
0: The motel. I'm sorry. Here yeah, you go. The half moon. This is in Hollywood.
1: Uh, no, I wanted to say this was closer to uh, uh, Santa Monica, if I remember correctly.
0: Oh, it looks exactly like every motel in L.A. <laughs> it I does.
1: Do, I do like when they actually put the name of the motel. So that saves, saves me some time.
0: Yeah, that, that probably does, but they don't try to doctor it up. Yeah. What is this right here? These, uh, that's a motel. This is one of the characters' homes
1: yep, so this is uh well this is they this is the car I think they stopped somewhere on the way home, and so they stop in front of this house, and then the next couple shots, I think we moved to the main houses Huh uh, so this is I think the Hollywood area, as you can tell the, they have the kind of certain look um I think it's not too far from yeah the uh whatever happened to baby Jane houses and. Games house. Like oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, cool. Y'all can kind
1: of have that same look.
0: They do. Yeah, you can kind of tell. A lot of jump rope or cheerleading or something going on here.
1: That was like the uh, the neighbor girl that was really
0: annoying. They're me. trying to be like the Freddy franchise yeah. with the jump rope and kids. It Bunch does. of hacks.
1: yeah Actually, it's <laughs> probably not too far from where they built the Elm Street 4 facade house for those films.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, because it ha- kind of has that look with the neighborhood. Yeah, a little bit.
1: But, so, yeah, that's Anna, Lim- Anna Limna chord there. And yeah, oh. normally she's like all done up and she just.
0: Oh, I wonder who she is.
1: The non-makeup against character type that she was used to playing. So she did really good in this film.
0: Really? You were you were impressed?
1: I was impressed. Yeah, because was, she, she was somebody I'd probably kind of poke fun of. and I'm like, I don't know about this. But yeah, her Mother, I think is going to come up in a couple of shots. Okay. By Tracy Lords.
0: <laughs> I love this shirt. I hope that's still available.
1: Uh, yeah. So that's fun. That's another Madonna shirt. So you'll see me in a lot of Madonna shirts.
0: That's a cool shirt. What? what year were you here? Twenty? What was it? Twenty fourteen. September is when you posted it.
1: Right. The same trip.
0: <laughs> oh, as the what we just did. Yeah. Very random. Um, that's a cool shirt, though. That's a Madonna yep. shirt.
1: Yep. That's her true blue, but it's all multicolored.
0: Oh, cool. This is the shot right here. There's a penis and a slut on there. What kind of film is this? (laughs) And toilet paper. I guess they got pranked.
1: Yes, they did.
0: She looks very angry. Jesus. As you would be.
1: Yeah. So it's, it's on the movie that just, it gets dark and, there's Tracy Lords as her mom, which is pretty good. She's pretty good. in
0: this. Oh, pretty good. She's a good actress. Yeah. Don't you find?
1: Serial mom.
0: Yeah. Serial mom. I, I like that movie. It was a fun movie.
1: I need to go to Baltimore and do those locations.
0: Did, do, you, do you like that film?
1: I love That's probably one of my favorites.
0: Isn't it great?
1: Yeah.
0: It's just so much fun.
1: I re a couple months ago when I was packing up my laser disc, I Put on a laser disc and just watch while I was packing. And serial mom was one of them.
0: Oh yeah, did you keep it?
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah, that is a great flick. So, there's Tracy. Where was this at? It's um, at a that was
1: Probably Texas Frightmare.
0: Oh, cool. Based on
1: the background. Uh, yeah, because I'm wearing a. <laughs> I'm wearing an outfit from Carrie, the 1976. Oh so yeah. I'm wearing the PJ Souls hat that she wore as Norma, and then I'm wearing the um, uh, photographer. Remember, wore that fake tuxedo shirt.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's why you did it.
1: Yeah, that's oh, I. That's so
0: to cool. This. Oh, you got to. So, this okay, is somewhere mine. else.
1: And this is in Chicago. Tex- uh, Chicago, I can't remember the name of the...
0: How can you tell? You just remember?
1: I just remember, um, and I just remember me... Meeting her there, and I'm wearing a Hannibal shirt because I think I was meeting uh, one of the Hannibal actresses.
0: Oh, cool! This is a cool entry though. It's I don't I haven't really been to a lot on the blog site. Um, I've looked at a few, but um, I haven't really like went down that road. Yeah. yeah, so so this year when I had
1: downtime, I would I had started converting them over uh, as I went along to kind of do it right
0: and, and yeah, you, because have... you you like to do the both the you know, the side by side of
1: yeah, and I know it's annoying because i I'll just like throw pictures with no addresses or any context and and people are kind of wondering where things are, and they can always email me and I always or comment and I respond, but
0: yeah, you know, it's easier for people to uh is it it's a little bit more work to do that
1: it is too, and especially because I have to go back to the original pictures and hope sometimes I don't even have the original screenshots anymore, and I just kind of have to recreate it and um uh, Line them up. You know, I do a lot of cropping. Oh, and, yeah. And try to, to make it all look right.
0: And some of those, I would imagine some films you might not, if you don't have the screenshots, they're not like easily available. No. Unless As you like, own them.
1: Yeah. And and like right now, literally all my Blu-rays and DVDs are packed up uh, for another couple months until the basement gets redone. So I was working on um, tomorrow's anniversary for Citizen Ruth, which was shot here in Omaha. Oh, cool. And I scoured my computer and whatever, looking, and I finally found the screenshots that were kind of tucked away in some weird file. And and start and photos were all over the place. I was really good at labeling all my LA photos, but my Omaha photos. You would think I live in this town, I would have like exact screen matching photos, and I don't.
0: (laughs) I would think that you would.
1: I have, yeah, and sadly, a lot like. A lot of a couple of the areas that I was putting photos together, they don't exist anywhere. They've been torn down or one was burnt down Just gotta, gotta, Did
0: you gotta, say gotta tornadoes Yeah, oh no, I forgot you guys get those there. That's so scary. But, Is there a tornado like warnings do you Have you ever experienced like air sirens or anything? Yeah,
1: yeah, um so oh my gosh. in a few years. It's funny. I remember the year Twister came out. We had yeah. a lot of tornadoes and kind of or close calls funnels kind of going through wow. um and it, it is kind of like the movies and when i was younger i think like 14 15 i remember i was in carney and there was a tornado that we saw off in the field and it was far enough away i guess we weren't worried but yeah you could just we were on the deck watching the tornado tear up a field
0: oh my gosh but, was it big was it like an f5 it was
1: one of those tiny thin ones which uh are actually more intense because they're they're turning even faster than the big tornadoes they just have a small they're, they're more violent because they're spinning oh. the same amount in a smaller
0: they kind of they're more like unpredictable they're all yeah. where they're going to turn that's uh, scary though to see a tornado
1: the in real life though it's weird to you don't realize how you just watch it go up almost in eternally up into the sky i mean Usually, you just kind of in the movies you see like whatever the wide vision or whatever, but they of course they go way up into the clouds. And oh, kind
0: of, don't want to get sucked up there.
1: But typical in the Midwesterners, you know, the sirens go off, everybody runs outside and looks.
0: But you're not supposed to, right? You're supposed to get no, underground. To.
1: Um, now I did. And, and, Everyone you know, runs outside. Yeah. What well, you do is like, oh, there's part of it's like you're in your house and the sirens are going off, and you're like, is that sirens and so the first thing you do is kind of open the door and say, "Is is it? are they testing sirens or is this legitimate? And yeah. the sky, if the sky just kind of looks kind of green, then, you know, yeah, something's.
0: Oh, happening. wow. Is that like the one of the signs? It's like a greenish sky, like that's the air?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. And you, you can kind of feel it in the air. Uh, like before
0: a storm, you know, it's kind of going to rain soon.
1: The temperature would sometimes drops like 10 degrees. Oh, uh, wow. So you know what's happening. There was only one time where.
0: Scary. Uh, uh,
1: I did. I was in the kind of crawl space with the cats. And it was so intense and so loud that I just remember huddling with my cats in the <sighs> crawl space because I thought it sounded like a tornado was going through.
0: What do you mean loud? The sirens were loud or the actual like phenomenon of the tornado?
1: The actual. And I don't think. They said it wasn't necessarily a tornado, but. It was something intense winds. I mean, it tore our uh, screens apart. And I mean, the, oh. the, the gas station up the street, the entire roof was ripped off. Wow. So I think it was not a touchdown tornado, but um, some funnels or something like that. But it was, it's people say it sounds like a train. And that that's what it was. It was so loud oh. that it was just, I was kind of, I remember I had to put my hands over my ears.
0: So. Sounds like a loud train, like going over your house.
1: Yeah. Because just it's just wow. battering your whole house.
0: Oh my gosh! Uh,
1: but yeah, I, I just remember sitting in the crawl space with my cats because like we didn't know what to do. Yeah,
0: what do you do? Have Have did you see one like recently, like this year? Is it something you yeah. see every summer or? No,
1: no, it's every few years. Um, or it usually kind of, and sometimes they happen at night, and that's kind of scarier because you can't quite tell, and so you just yeah, kind of see where they're at.
0: How close have you been to one?
1: Uh, the closest part you've was, seen. Like, 14, where, I mean, I just, I don't know how far away, I mean, you just see it, we're on the back deck, and we could see it across the field um, yeah. probably a couple miles away.
0: Oh my gosh. That's really, really fascinating. I mean, it's terrible, it's scary, but to witness something like that is something not everybody really can say that they can do.
1: Yeah, it's a Midwestern thing. And Now, I kind of, I, I do want to experience yeah. a minor earthquake sometime.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> They're the worst.
1: Probably the same thing, like, where, you know, You guys have quakes and different things, and um, it's probably the same way you look at us tornadoes. Like, oh, you just kind of want to see it, maybe.
0: I kind of want to see a tornado. I don't like earthquakes at all. They don't, I mean, they're just, there's no warning. Like, when I lived on the East Coast, we've been through a few hurricanes. You had, you know, you have a couple days' warning to get out of town. Earthquakes just happen. You don't know when how long it's going to last, and, oh, they're scary. The rough. We had we had a big one not too long ago. It was like a 6.5, like 100 miles away or something like that. But you you know you feel it and it lasted for like a good minute.
1: Yeah. That.
0: So it's you just you're like what is this gonna end?
1: I, I kind of want to feel the shake, but I don't want it bad enough that power's out and water's out and
0: No, no, you don't want that. It is it is weird though because everything is shaking like as if if this were on film the camera was shaking. Like it does look like that. It looks like it's unnatural. Like everything is, um, like rolling almost. It's weird, yeah. because you know your whole perception is off because everything is moving. It's not just you moving or the room moving. It's yeah. everything. So your whole like, you know, uh, your perception of velocity and and where you are is like off. So it's kind of it's kind of a weird trippy thing.
1: And but, I mean, we have earthquakes every once in a while too. Believe it or not,
0: you've had some quakes.
1: And then I remember one time. I think I was it was like six in the morning and it was not it was slight it and I thought a big truck went down the street is kind of what it woke me up but I didn't really kind of think anything of it and then later oh um, no people said it was a quake
0: yeah you didn't get up for it or did it wake you up
1: no I didn't I didn't think that's what it was we don't experience them that often that we assume that's what it is but yeah there's a fault line that goes through Nebraska Missouri I think
0: that's crazy yeah that that's what it is then. Oh wow! Well, next time there's a tornado, you need to watch Twister while the tornado is going on in the back and post about it because think Twister that would...
1: is, is one of my well, I used to be kind of one of my favorite movies and it, it hasn't held up as well.
0: Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> still fun though.
1: No, my sister went, actually went to the the house that you see in the the end of the movie, you know where they have the barn and everything's flying out. So oh yeah. Uh, so she did. Uh, she was doing something in iowa and i think it's in the middle of iowa it's way out there
0: oh that's um, cool so she
1: did stop by that house they used to have uh used to be able to i don't think they gave tours but you could buy pieces of the house or debris
0: oh really yeah i would get one of those those are cool i, I, yeah. I think that's a fun movie i know it has not yeah. hold up as well but what is uh carrie character's name in there cyrus
1: oh i don't remember he's just what doing are, it for the wrong reason
0: he's yeah that's my fun. favorite life science He's in it for the money, not the science. It's like, yep, those crazy tornado hunters, all that corporate money. It's it's basically like being a baseball player. It's like even as a teenager when I saw that, I thought that was ridiculous. Cyrus, he's only in it for the he's in it for the corporate money. Or he's in it for he got himself a corporate sponsor. He's in it for the money, not the science. <laughs> yep. Man, I should just quit now and just go chase tornadoes. All that money
1: co-written by Michael Crichton's wife at the time, who was also in prom Night and Halloween 2.
0: oh cool Who is she um she
1: she had a different name her she had she she had an actress name like okay
0: then her real name the original um, Halloween too you're talking about
1: um, yeah so when um she's walking out with um um uh, nurse Karen saying. Well, you are going to take me home, aren't you? And she's like, oh, "Can't you ask Eddie Lee? Like he's in Russellville."
0: Oh, the the, the says, girl says, "Can't you ask Eddie Lee?" Oh, uh,
1: I think Karen says that. Nurse Karen says, that. Can you yeah. "Ask Eddie Lee and she says you." And
0: oh, really? She
1: says, you promised. I know I did.
0: And oh, then, that's cool. Yeah. So oh, she, good. Good piece of trivia there. She
1: played. Uh, is her name Wendy? She played the bitchy girl in Prom Night. Uh, oh, cool. The one that was.
0: Almost yeah. Uh, that's good to know who wrote Twister Michael Crichton
1: Michael Crichton and his wife so at the time her
0: the book though right
1: um, it was no it was, uh, there was no, no book they just wrote a script together oh
0: really oh wow that's pretty I that's cool why,
1: I think that's why it's a little light
0: <laughs> oh maybe yeah. that is a great that, the best scene of that movie is when the tornado rips through the, uh, the shining and the drive-in that's such a cool movie uh, that's a cool scene in that movie. <laughs> What's that?
1: It has to rip through a Warner Brothers
0: picture. You have to do it? Right, exactly. Just like I, it, I saw videos. The Shining because of that. I was like 14 when that came out. And I was like to my dad, "Like, what movie is that? He's like, that's The Shining Jack Nicholson. I was like, can we rent it? He's like, sure, it's scary. And I was like, let's get it. And we rented it from Blockbuster. And I watched it and I was like, this is awesome. Um, so
1: in my cool basement, all, all my doors are going to kind of look like the ones behind me. I said, except for my closet door. And I, I said, I need to look exactly like this. And they had a special order. And they're like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, well, I need it to look like the shining door. And I'm going to have red rum.
0: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> are they <laughs> doing like, oh, they, all right? They did that already.
1: Yeah, they, they had a special order of the door because it's different than all the other doors. Oh,
0: in the yeah. Let me know when that comes in. That's cool.
1: So it, it'll be fun. I'll, I'll do a tour of my uh, my new basement.
0: Oh yeah, you have to do a proper tour. That's awesome, man! Congratulations again on everything with the house. Uh, uh, I think that
1: you have Christmas pictures to take.
0: Yes, you need to get your Christmas tree up, Robert. <laughs> four of them, four big ones, like that, like the White House has. Do, do the
1: Melania Christmas? Her her last Christmas.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the Beetlejuice inspired the Tim Burton Christmas that she did last year. That was good. Was I classy. did think
1: the first year, you know, she had those kind of blood red. Uh,
0: trees and everything
1: and so i made a video um set to shining uh soundtrack
0: oh cool oh send it to me i'll
1: I'll send it to you but um please and i had i found all this when uh the white when there was a blizzard in dc and the white house was just covered in snow and (laughs) um yeah i'll I'll send it to you oh
0: wow i'd love to see that yeah send it to me please
1: and i kept some of the dialogue in where it looks like melania is talking to uh, her son
0: nice (laughs) i gotta see it um, that's going to be our show for today. I want to thank Robert the Set Jetter for coming on the program as usual. Thank you, Robert.
1: Thank you. Always good to chat with you and see you.
0: Always good to chat and see you too. You're listening or watching to Set Jetter Saturdays with Matthew Clark and Robert Patterson. Visit the Set Jetter, set-jetter.com or on Instagram at setjetter uh, today and check it out. Uh, from all of us here at Omaha Studios, we broadcast every show live here in Omaha, Nebraska. I'm Matthew Clark saying good night. Godspeed. Good night.